Welcome to the Christian Ministries Church Podcast. My name is Josh Barnett. I'm one of the pastors on staff here. We're praying that this message equips and empowers you to live in the kingdom of God. You don't know whether to laugh or whether to cry or whether to clap or we're just excited uh, and touched deeply by what God does. I want to welcome you to Panel Sunday. I'm telling you, I love that video because that is our vision for this year. Right. That's what this whole year is going to be about. God changes a life. God absolutely changes a life. We don't just keep on living like we did and we just lift a hand and put it back down. God changes a life. And, and uh, Paul, I just I love what you said on that video. God wants to make your life so much better. He doesn't come to ruin your life. Uh, and, and that's the key to what we're going to be talking about this whole year and for sure what we're talking about today in this panel. I want to welcome all of those who are joining us on many different social media outlets. We're glad to have you. If you're just listening to us and not visually watching a live stream, I want to make sure you know what voices you're listening to. Uh, on uh, this panel with me today is Chloe Cook, uh, Paul Kern, Josh Barnett. Uh, guys, from Genesis chapter 2, throughout the Bible, God has always had a kind of life that he wants his people to live. And it's very clear in history, he blesses those who do. Mm -hmm. you know, Josh, it was just, I don't know, two weeks ago, mm -hmm. just recently, mm -hmm. you preached a sermon and I, I was writing, taking notes. I just was going so fast, but, but you, you talked about freedom is, is found in restriction. And boy, that just went all over me. And, and I, I won't yeah. go back and preach that sermon no. again. <laughs> Let's go, do the whole thing talk again. about some of those analogies and points that you talked about because it encapsulates what we're going to be right. talking about here. Yeah, it was, in, it was on New Year's Eve, a um, sermon I did called Go With The Flow. Um, and, and really, I just talked about the law of restriction and his, even his do nots are good for us because he's trying to bring us back into design. So his, his, his boundaries are blessings. His mm -hmm. laws are blessings. Right. And, um, and so... It's just like uh, uh, any tool or vehicle, um, it, those things work better when you use them the way the designer intended them for, for them to be used. And so when God is giving us his law, when he's telling us how to live, when the Holy Spirit is convicting us, when, when, Paul, when the Apostle Paul is teaching us in the epistles, when you read Jesus' teaching in the Sermon on the Mount, all of that is to get mankind back into operating in their intended function the way that God designed them to. And so we call that... Uh, the law of restriction and, mm -hmm. and uh, easy example uh, uh, to think is that it is when you're using a water hose and it, I'm at the end of the water hose and I'm trying to get it to spray that grass over there, but it won't reach. You put your thumb over it and it shoots out further. Right. Mm -hmm. And so God is trying to launch you into your purpose and into your destiny. And so you don't need to look at restriction as a bad thing, but as an incredible mm -hmm. thing. So, mm -hmm. so real true freedom is found in operating in Design because if I if we're left to our own function if we try to come up with it I'm I'm, I'm headed for destruction I'm headed, mm -hmm. if I don't know how to use this car right I'm I'm gonna run it off the road if I don't know how to use this chainsaw right I'm gonna seriously injure myself mm -hmm. and so there's there's actually freedom found in doing things the way that God intended and you for talking to do. about fire and water oh yeah examples you yes. used. Fire and water are absolutely can be incredible tools for us to use. I just think about the way that mankind has 
harness the power of water. Yeah, when you think right. of things like the Panama Canal, mm-hmm. uh, you think of things like the Hoover Dam and the way that mankind has been able to harness water and use it for the good of the earth and the good of mankind and the good of environments. But you also think water left to its own accord is very devastating. Yeah. We've all seen videos of tsunamis wiping out entire coastlines. Mm-hmm. We've all seen uh, the devastating results of like a flash flood. Uh, we've seen uh, mudslides w- washing right. uh, entire houses mm-hmm. and neighborhoods off yes. of mountains and hills. And so the devastating effects of water, but whenever water is restricted, whenever water is used for good, whenever it has boundaries, it's really good for us. Same thing with fire. It can be very destructive, but when mm-hmm. harnessed, we can do a lot of good with it. And, and we, all, we, we all know that, yeah. yet we still fight against somebody telling me don't. Yeah, we we yeah, still sure. have such a yeah. negative, uh, uh, we recall on don'ts and, and in every area of life. You don't have a football game if you don't have boundaries. Right. Right. You don't just grab the ball and run out through the parking lot. There, right. there are boundaries to everything we do. Right. Uh, Absolutely. It just is the way it and is. And it makes it more fun when people are playing by the rules of the game. You Absolutely. Know? For sure. I, I think about, I think a scripture you use, the law of the Lord is perfect. And it talks yeah. about it sweeter. Yeah, I, I understand yeah. it being sweet when I'm driving a car. <laughs> I want to, okay, I want you to stop. All right, I want you to stay on your side of right. that line. We, we, oper- we depend on boundaries, yet we just want to get out and twist off and do our own thing. Uh, it's just the way it is, Chloe. Really good. Yeah, um, there's a passage in Second Peter, and it starts off that by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. And so this year, as we're talking about Zoe, the God kind of life, we recognize that he has given us everything we need for a godly life. And then in verse 4, later on in the passage, it says, these are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. And so we recognize that the world's corruption is caused by human desires. And so when we recognize that God has do's and he has don'ts, that if we live by those things, then we won't experience the world's corruption that's caused by human desires, right? That's that's exactly where we are. Yeah, I mean, once again, back to an illustration, just something tangible that we can see, you know, I love chocolate chip cookies (laughs) and I'm free to put sardines in them, chopped liver, anchovies. I mean, but I'm not going to get Do that if you want to. (laughs) Yeah, you're not, but you're not going to get chocolate chip cookies, right? You know, (laughs) and so it's not like, oh, I have to follow these instructions. I have to follow these rules. Well, if you want to get the desired outcome, Mm -hmm. yeah, yes. Right. And that will be a blessing to you. Yes, you are free to do that, but that's not going to produce what you want to have. Yeah. And I think that happens in a lot of people's lives. They want chocolate chip cookies, but they want to put their own ingredients in and it doesn't work that way. And, And Josh... Your testimony, that's, you were yeah. just looking for peace. Yeah, absolutely. That's all you were doing is looking sure. for some yeah. joy and happiness. Absolutely. That's all you well, were looking, just using the wrong ingredients. Absolutely. Well, and, and uh, I think sometimes just the church gets so far off with the grace message, but, but you know, just God loves you right where you're at and you can just stay how you are. And it's like, that's not real grace. I didn't want to stay where I was at. I was right. bound yeah. in my sin. Mm-hmm. I was enslaved to my Good. sin. Mm-hmm. And I needed a grace that would come and set me free to live the fullest life possible. And so we find that real freedom is found when we submit to the spirit of God. Yeah. And even in getting into this like Zoe kind of lifestyle, one thing I also mentioned in our sermon is that when it, whenever, um, whenever God begins to add infrastructure in your life, it's, it's an indicator that he's wanting to do more in you. He's wanting to do more in through mm-hmm. you. And so I just want to encourage the, the church as a whole. If like some of these things where you feel kind of the pressing of like, mm-hmm. Oh, Tim talked about that. No, Chloe talked about that. No, Josh said this or whatever. And it's, I need to shore some of these things up in my life. It's, it's not necessarily that 
God is, it, God is trying to give you more is what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Whenever uh, infrastructure is reinforced on the foundation, it's because God is trying to do more on the inside yeah. of uh-huh. you than you yeah, ever thought yeah. possible. Absolutely. I remember when I was an intern, because I work with all the interns all the time, and I remember I would watch a lot of interns getting Bible stuff. But anytime I thought about doing anything, Tim would come walking up right at the time <laughs> that I was doing it. And I would always get caught. And it was at that time, you know, it was frustrating for me as the Lord was training me. But then I began to realize that's God's grace. Absolutely. God is being sure. good to yep. me. God is protecting me. God has more for me. Absolutely. In other words, God has more trajectory for my life. Come he on. wants it to reach further. Come so on. those restrictions were not negatives. Absolutely. It kind of seemed like it was at the time. Yeah. You know, if you're a teenager, especially, you know, you have to be in at a certain time or whatever. And it's like, ah, oh. but your, your mom and dad are trying to protect you not make your life miserable. Yeah, yeah, good. absolutely. It's good. Well, and you know, Jesus says, if you love me, you'll obey me. Mm-hmm. And I, I love mm-hmm. jo- the way that Josh talks about it because he's not like, if you love me, you'll obey me. But it's like, you know, if you love me, you will obey me. And yes. so if, if your love for Jesus is, and you're submitted to his lordship, mm-hmm. and he's not only savior in your life and redeemer in your life, but he's also lord and master of your life, then you're going to submit to whatever he asks you to do, which mm-hmm. is laid out in his word. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Go, go uh, well, I was just wanted to throw it to you. What, you talked a while ago about parenting. Mm-hmm. And, man, there were some examples there that were perfect. Oh, say yeah. what you mm-hmm. want to say, but I want you to get <laughs> to that. <laughs> well, I was going to say that the incredible thing about God is uh, he doesn't ask us to do these things in our own strength. Mm-hmm. He sent us his Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so the Zoe kind of life, the God kind of life, is not meant to be lived apart from the Holy Spirit. That's right. And Absolutely. so what an incredible, amazing God that we have mm-hmm. that he fills us with his Spirit. And so like, I, I want everybody to know that you cannot do this this year. You cannot live this on your own strength. Ephesians 3.16 says that the Spirit strengthens our inner man. We need God to yes. live like God. Absolutely. We need his power to live yes. like him. And we cannot become more like him without his Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. A.W. Tozer says the Spirit never enters a man and lets him live like the world. Well, I remember uh, the disciples were all jerked up about Jesus yeah. leaving. Yeah. And, and, and you remember, he said, no, it's good that I go right. away because right. then the Holy Spirit is going to come and he has been with you, but he shall be in you. Right. Mm-hmm. And when the Holy Spirit comes in us, then he enables us. Like Absolutely. Paul said, it changes your desires. So good. It does. I know Josh was talking in the first service about uh, his kiddos here on the front row and some of the rules that you guys have at your house, like brush your teeth, right? And keep your room clean. And, you know, I remember the same thing, guys. When I was younger, my dad used to say, brush your teeth, brush your teeth. And, and I would go to the bathroom and I would pretend like I brushed my teeth. And I wouldn't put toothpaste, I would put toothpaste on my toothbrush just a little bit and I would get it wet. And then I would act like I brushed my teeth and I would put it up. And I thought, man, I got it all figured out, right? <laughs> I figured out a way to get around the rules. But now later in life, I have a mouthful of cavities. Mm-hmm. And I really regret doing yeah. that at that time. So it's so important that we understand in our walk with the Lord. You know, Galatians says the law is a tutor that leads us to Christ, mm-hmm. right? So in your formative years, when you were born until five or six, we are subjected to concrete authority. Mm -hmm. The slap on the hand. How many of y'all remember? Why? Because I said so. Said so. (laughs) We all got that. Well, between the age of 17 to 15, it changes from concrete authority to like a ruler, like lines on a ruler. You begin to learn the boundary lines of behavior. That's what begins to be developed 
in your life. And, and then about 15 to 25, things change again. You go from concrete authority to the ruler of behavior where you learn where the lines are to where you begin to learn the patterns and the principles of God's kingdom and what produces a blessed life yeah, for you. Right. You know, you move into that Zoe life mm -hmm. that we're talking about, that spirit-led life where it's not I have to, but I get to. Mm -hmm. I want to because I know what it's going to do in my life. Mm -hmm. And it's just so empowering when you get a hold of that. Yeah, yeah. it is. And with, so I, I love the, the example of kids because we are born again. We become a new creation. But you think about being born again, you start as a baby. And sure, there may, there may be some supernatural freedom that comes into your life right now. But now there's a repentance that's taking place. There's a changing of behavior. There's a changing of the way that we think about things. That's good. And that's what we call sanctification. And so as, you know, as we're growing up, and I love what Paul was saying is that that letter is like a babysitter. That letter is like the one that gets us to being led by the Spirit. That's right. And, um, and, and so, you know, you start out not being able to really color inside of the lines. And as you get older, you, co you do a little bit better, right. and you do a little bit better, and you do a little bit better. And when I was a kid, too, I used to think of that, like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to brush my teeth when I get older. Mom, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Well, okay, well, then I wouldn't have any teeth. And so she knew what was good for me. God knows what's good for us, <laughs> yeah. even when we don't know what's good yeah. for us, right? That's I told my, key. And I used to be so mad that my mom had a curfew or had a bedtime for me. And now, like, I love bedtime. Now, like, you know, I don't want to be up past. I don't want to be up past ten. I don't want to be up past ten o'clock, right? But when I, you know, but even when I got older and I was a teenager, you buck those kinds of things, and you're like, you know, wondering why I'm so tired all the time. It's like, well, go to bed, dude. You know, and so in the being born again and in the sanctification process, one thing that gets said oftentimes is like, God loves you right where you're at, one hundred percent. He loves you right where you're at, and he does, but he also loves you too much to leave you there. Good. Right? I love, I, Ezra's our youngest one. He's three years old. I love him right where he's at, but I also love him too much to leave him there, to mm -hmm. leave him unpotty trained, to leave him undisciplined, to mm -hmm. leave him untrained. I love him too much. That's I love good. my kid so when good. they're, I love my kid when they're in the street. I love them right where they're at, but I also love them too much to leave them in the street. Right. Yeah. Get out of the street, bro. Yeah. And so yeah. then I'm going to pull him out of the street, and then I'm going to teach him, hey, Look both ways before you cross the road. Don't, this is where cars drive. Don't walk out. And so it's like, that's exactly what God is doing to us is he, he so does good. love you yeah, where you're yeah. at, but he also loves you too much to leave you. Yeah, where you're yeah. at. Yeah. Well, the thing about parenting is if we could really parent, then we just don't need Jesus. We'll just parent them into heaven. <laughs> sure. You will have to get to a place where you choose the Lord for your own. Right. Absolutely. You'll have to come to that place. But what parenting, what a Christian school, what youth group, what children's church, what all this is, is when you come to the place that you decide on Jesus, then you have a background. You have a backdrop to mm -hmm. instantly draw from as opposed to never having known. You know, I'm thinking about Chloe's testimony. Uh, you know, she kind of got a little left to center there, but she had a great mom, a great dad who poured a great family and a great mm -hmm. home in yeah. her, raised her right. So whenever she came and made her decision for Christ, it was an easy thing right into following God. Mm -hmm. And so it's very That's important good. that we have right. parents. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, really, it came to a point for me where it was like, I got to count the cost. Mm -hmm. What am I going to choose? And yeah. I'm not a person, I'm not going to be one foot in, one foot out. And so it's like, we, we've got to make a decision. We've got to encourage our young people. Hey, like you're 16, 17, 18. It's time, it's time for you to decide if you're going to submit to, the, to, submit yeah. to, submit yeah. to Jesus yeah. as Lord. And if you're going to also submit to his word, because you cannot separate Jesus 
and yeah. his mm-hmm. words. And so they go together. And so that's something yeah. we've got to You be have such a handle on that. And I think that's why you do so good with our young people. Because right. you're bringing them to that decision. Mm-hmm. Chloe, talk a little bit about you, you, the college deal that yes. you had just said. Yes. That, that was so, so important. So when I started really coming to church here, I was coming weekly. And so I was here on Sunday mornings. And then I would be in a college classroom. And this was just two years ago. So I'm not very far removed from the college public university environment. You know, I would be in the college classroom Monday afternoon, a church on Sunday morning, and things were just not adding up. <laughs> they were, there was no equilibrium. Um, and so I started studying the word and studying to find myself approved. And I'm sitting in my college classroom and I'm like, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. And I'm sitting here on Sunday morning. And I'm like, that's it. That's the right. life I want to yeah. live. You know, I looked at Josh and Paul and Tim and their wives and to see like, that's the life that I want to have. And my college professors, that is not the life that I want to have. Yeah. And so I'm going to stand really firm good. in the truth. And so again, like, thank you guys. I want to honor you guys for standing firm to biblical truth because mm. it's so needed in my generation. Mm. Good. It, it, absolutely. Yeah. Why'd she get a hand? I don't I, I didn't get a hand. I'm just glad Josh didn't get the hand. Uh, yeah, I didn't exactly. Get, yeah. I work I, up here on panel. Yeah. I never get clapped for. Just, Chloe I'm, just comes in. Everybody loves what she I'm says. I'm just another old mean guy yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what we're talking yes. about in the God kind of life. And not only, uh, Chloe, you spell that out, college classroom here. Mm-hmm. Same for every one of us. Right. Yes. I go right. to work on Monday. I go to work on Tuesday. I hear this. I deal with that. I experience right. that. I just barely get here on Wednesday night. Yeah. Get my thinking back. Okay, that's right. That's right. Then Thursday and Friday, and I think that's why Sunday and Wednesday are so important. If they were one more day further apart, I may be down the two. <laughs> uh, that's why we have to get yeah. here. Right. No, that's good. You know, I like what you were saying because you know, I, I remember when I was born again at 23, I was not at church camp. I was not in church. I was not being preached to. I was lying in my bed high on cocaine, and the Spirit of God spoke to me. And in that moment, I got born again. I gave my heart to Jesus all by myself in my bed. But here's what we have to understand. All people are limited by three things. We're limited by the knowledge in our mind. We're limited by the worth of our character. And we're limited by the principles of of which we know about the kingdom of God. So even though I got born again... Mm -hmm. There's no way I would have made it had I not planted myself in a place where I could get the knowledge, Mm -hmm. I could develop the character, and I could learn the principles of the Word. Then my life began to become successful. That's Mm -hmm. how success comes into your life. And that's what the Zoe life looks like. Yeah. 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 That's it. it. I think the Zoe life, the, the kingdom life, the resurrected, the abundant life that is available to us, that God, that Jesus paid for, because we're not just saved from hell just to kind of survive and get our, right. our heads kicked in the rest. Of, like, mm. he wants us to thrive. He wants to give yeah. us peace and mm. joy. He wants to bless us in this life. And, but, but what everybody has to know is that it is, it's available to all, but it's not automatic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We actually have a responsibility that we Good. play in, and we've got to put our hand in God's hand, you know. Uh, Paul told Timothy, take hold of eternal life. Yes. You know, work this thing out. Uh, one of our main verses, theme verses here at the church always has been, is James one twenty two. Mm-hmm. be doers of the word, mm-hmm. not merely, merely hearers only. And so, yes, the Zoe life is available to all of us, but it's not just going to automatically happen. Yeah. Yeah. There is also a responsibility on our end where right. we have to deny yeah. ourselves, take yes. up our cross, and follow after good. him. Good. Well, he came that you might. Might have. Yeah. You might not. Right. 
You might not have life, but you may, and that's been available to you. Absolutely. Well, you know, I think about us talking about, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit and thinking that, you know, Romans 8 says the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Mm -hmm. And that was so powerful for me coming to youth group my senior year here in Josh Day. Like, the Holy Spirit has freed you from Mm -hmm. your sin nature. Mm -hmm. Like, you no longer have to live in submission to your sin nature. And that Mm -hmm. was, you know, the knowledge in your mind. Like, that was revolutionary to me that I'm like, oh, I don't just have to live in sin. Like, I can, I'm set free from this. And so I can, I can live Mm -hmm. in submission to the Holy Spirit and recognizing that the Spirit Spirit of God is the one who controls my life. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so powerful. Reminds me of I never even had the thought that temptation was just as much an opportunity for me do to right. do the right thing yeah. than me to do, yeah. always do the wrong thing. That's good. Yeah. I never even had that thought until the Holy Spirit came and lived uh-huh. inside of me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, wait a minute, I've got power. I can, yeah. I can overcome this. Absolutely. Galatians 5 is exactly because when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual morality, impurity, lustful pleasure, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Will not, and it's not very complicated. Yeah. If you live that kind of life. I <laughs> wonder what that not, says in degree. Yeah, I know, you're not. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, yeah. kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to the cross crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our life. Mm, And that just sums up right there exactly what Chloe was talking about. Well, when I found out that I could take my thoughts captive, so I didn't know. Sure. I just thought, I I mean, I can't, these thoughts just, when I found out, wait a minute, I don't have to keep thinking that, I can turn that off and think this. Yes. That changed everything for me Mm -hmm. because I'd get mad and then I'd just keep on dwelling on that and dwelling on that and I'd just get madder and mad. (laughs) You get depressed and you just keep on getting more and more depressed. You don't have to think that. Absolutely. And that just revolutionized everything. You you can think on that. Wait a minute, hold on, I'm not going there. And every day, all day long, every minute, my mind will go, whoop, whoop, I'm not thinking that. Hold on, I'm not thinking that. Right. I, I, it reminds me of uh, 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 Jake Kinneman spoke at our ministries right. conference this weekend, and he talked about we, we so oftentimes focus on the things that we're losing in, the, in, in, our, in our mind and in the spiritual right. realm. But he's like, we don't do that in the physical. If you get a new truck, you're not thinking about the old beater that you just lost. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. We, we, we get Jesus. We get this kingdom. Something we get better. heaven. Yeah. It's so much better. And so yeah. a lot of people focus on what they have to lose. But, man, we need to focus on what we have to gain. Fix your thoughts on heaven realities. Fix your thoughts on this. I, I recently got a new truck. And, uh, you know, it's not a Cadillac, you know, but it's way better than the last truck I had. Yeah. And I right. have not one time gotten my truck and thought, man, I miss old blue. Yeah. <laughs> I miss old blue. Not, uh, not one time have I thought that driving down exactly. the road. I've never thought that. I'm I miss those jumper good. cables and trying to get <laughs> this yeah. thing started. Golly, I can't. T- my wife could tell you how many times I've texted her and said, "I'm so thankful for this truck. Yeah. I'm so, so thankful good. for this truck." But that's that's the the life with Jesus now. Yeah. Yeah. I never I never think, man. I'm so I so miss how miserable exactly. I was. <laughs> I so miss how enslaved I was to oh, myself. Man. No, I th- yeah. I drive down the road and go, man, God, I'm so thankful that you yes. set me free. I'm so yeah. thankful for this joy that I have, this peace yeah. that I have, this love that I have, the family that I have. I'm so thankful now. Yeah, well, Courtney on the stage this morning, that yeah. prayer, and Ooh. just you, you could see that attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, when mm-hmm. I met her backstage, and 
just to be used by God. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, but not only that, not does God just, just save you, he sets you free. Yes. And then mm -hmm. Chloe was talking about in our last service, the, the Great Commission. Yes. Teach these disciples mm -hmm. all that I have commanded you. Mm -hmm. And that's when your life begins to take on mm -hmm. a new dimension is yep. when you begin to learn the kingdom. That Zoe life. Right. And thinking, too, that we cannot walk in the Great Commission. We cannot do what Jesus has asked, to, asked us to do and teach others to obey the commands that he gave his disciples, you know, just in, the, in that time period, if we don't know what he's commanded us to do ourselves. And so <laughs> yeah, we yeah. have to know the word. We yes. have to know what the word yeah, says about everything, about life. I well, love uh, first, uh, first Thessalonians 4 is just that right there. Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we urge you in the name of the Lord Jesus to live in a way that pleases God as we have taught you. You live this way already. We encourage you to do it even more so. For uh, God's will is for you to be holy. Stay away from sexual sin. Then each of you will control your own body. Live in holiness and honor, not in lustful passion. Never harm or cheat a fellow believer. God has called us to live holy lives, not impure lives. Therefore, anyone who refuses to live by these rules is not disobeying human teaching, but is rejecting mm. God who gives his Holy yeah. Spirit to you. And so there is a life that pleases yes. God. We see it all through scripture. all through scripture. Everything Jesus taught, everything the epistles teach is like, there is a God kind of life that we are supposed to live, that we have been taught. And when we live it out, it actually proves that we have received his message. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's just so tragic when pastors stand up and say what many are saying now about sin right? and about the lifestyle of sin. It's tragic. First uh, John 1, 2. So we are lying Mm -hmm. uh, so we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God. Oh, I love God. Oh, I love God. I go to church. You're lying if you say you have fellowship with God, but go on living in sin and not practicing truth. Mm -hmm. That's just where we are. Well, and I, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot, Tim, but in the early years, back in the, in the 80s, when there, the spirit-led movement was really taken off. And people were really getting turned on the Lord, even the Jesus movement, you know, mm -hmm. even way earlier than that. Yeah. We saw a lot of people really getting fired up for the Lord. But, and, and, and they had an understanding of the, the emotional side of it. The experience. Yeah. The experience, yeah, sure. the goosebump, yeah. the excitement. And we would watch people, even at our church, you know, we would see families mm -hmm. that just couldn't get it together. They couldn't get along. We would see individuals that just kept battling just addiction and alcoholism and getting fired from their job and couldn't pay their bills. But, but the, the sad thing about it was, is a lot of people would come down to the altar, they would get slain in the spirit and delivered every Sunday <laughs> every for Sunday. the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes we'll get criticized, well, y'all aren't spiritual enough there. Listen, the word of God is spiritual. Mm -hmm. It transforms your life. Mm -hmm. And we've got to be able to discern the difference between a goosebump-led life mm -hmm. and a spirit-led life. The spirit-led life is what Josh right. just Absolutely. read. And it, and it didn't say, listen, it didn't say these are optionals. Do, do it if you can. Right. Yeah. No, it said no. this is a command. This Good. is right. how you are to live your Good. life. Yeah. Well, yeah. And even when Paul addresses 1 Corinthians, he's like, I commend you on your spiritual giftings. Awesome, guys. Yeah, go for it. And yeah. he's like, I'm trying to teach you some deep things, but I kind of keep going back to the milk because you guys are gossips. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> you keep talking. Yeah. You keep lying exactly. to each other. Keep talking about each other. I'm trying to go into some meat, yeah. but I keep having to go back to the milk because you're immature. Yeah. yeah. And I think we've got to get a fundamental understanding that spiritual maturity looks like the practical application mm-hmm. of the elementary things. Right. And, and so God is trying to sure up the elementary things. Don't lie. Don't steal. Don't cheat. Don't lust so that he can move us into, hey, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, do these miraculous things. Because it's dangerous if we begin to walk in power, but we're not walking in fruit. That's right. yeah. The kingdom of God is built on purity and power. Yeah. We've got to be able to tie the giftings and the fruit of the Spirit together. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm real leery about people who are growing the giftings and there's no fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I, because some of that stuff could be faked and some of it can be whatever. There is real powerful moves of God yeah. that happen. But the fruit of the Spirit has got to be tied right yeah. into that. And well, I'm, I'm afraid of a guy yeah. who can that's heal really the sick, good. but he, that he treats his wife like trash. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> That's well, good. I think it's really confusing for people. It is. When they see you operating in healing, but then you're cussing and lying and stealing and not treating people good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait it a minute. Or that's, if you're coming to the altar and you're crying over the same sin every yeah. single week, but then there's no change. Yes. Yeah. There's got to be a change. Yeah. David, David used to say, change it and change unless you change. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you yeah. actually have to go out and do this on Monday now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really good. There's this example in uh, Acts chapter 8, and I read it this past week. Um, and basically the Holy Spirit says, to Philip, go over and walk alongside, along beside the carriage. And he just listens to the Holy Spirit. So it's like, you know, there's no big emotional thing happening. The Holy Spirit speaks to Philip and he goes and walks beside, the, beside this carriage. And it ends up, um, a, a man ends up getting his life changed by the Lord because he taught him the scriptures because he yeah. walked and said, do you know what this means? And explained some things to him. And so there is such power in the teaching of the word yeah. and in yes. the word of God. That's good. Yep. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, we've really done such an in, injustice in our, in our teaching, I think, from the church and then in our concept of only God can move here. And that's just not the right. case. Right. And I'll, I'll say it all the time. When you come into church, that's our huddle. Right. That's, that's not the game. Right. Right. And, and don't think, well, I got to go back to my secular job and I'm going to go do this. No, yes. you're going back into the ministry, right. yes, absolutely. into the ministry and just yeah. go walk by that chariot. Yeah. Man, what a, what a lesson. As a that. believer, there's no, there is no separation. It's yeah. the God kind of life all the time. That's right. There's no separation for a believer in the sacred, in the, in the secular. Yes. I'm yeah. holy and everything I do yeah. is holy. Everything yeah. I do is unto the Lord. Right. Even when I'm taking my trash to the curb, even when I'm mowing my yard, even when I'm yeah. at work, even when I'm swinging a hammer, like what I'm doing is to the glory of God. That's and good. my life is meant to be an example of that. Yeah, exactly. I, I love this quote, by old quote by Brendan Manning. It used to be at the start of a DC, mm-hmm. old DC talk song, if y'all remember who they are aging myself here. Um, he, he said the single greatest cause of atheism in the world today is Christians. Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips and deny him by their lifestyle. Wow. Well, acknowledge them with their lips and they deny him by their lifestyle. And we see that scripture over and over again, where God says, these people honor me with what they're saying, but they're not living it. And that's just, that's hypocritical. Even Jesus told his disciples, Hey, you guys listen to the Pharisees and their teaching, but don't follow their example. <laughs> yeah. What they're preaching is good. It's the law yeah. of God, but don't yeah. follow what they're actually doing because they're not following. They're not living it out. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when I did air conditioning refrigeration, y'all heard me tell this story before. Um, just a guy that I worked with and, and was a Christian and trying to do what God called me to do and trying to be authentic. You yeah, know, I graduated sure. out of applied life and I, I wanted to be a doer of the word. Yeah. I wanted to be a real Christian. It was important to me that I honored God with my life and so anyway, I worked there for a couple of years and ended up not working there. And then a couple of years went by and I got a phone call one night from this guy who I had not talked to in two years. And I didn't really even know who it was who called me, but when he called, because he was a heathen when I was there working. 
And when he called me, he said, well, I just wanted to call you. You were the first person I thought of. I got saved tonight. Yes. Wow. Come on. You know, and so it's like yeah. you talk about, Josh. It's as we walk out this Zoe life, yeah. this spirit-led life, and people see it. You know, even at the end of the year, for all of us who work with our interns and work with our CMA students, we've never heard them at the end of the year graduation talk about a sermon that we preached or some chapel that we had or a class that we talked about. They yeah. never mention any of that stuff. Yeah. What they talk about is our influence on them as leaders who are doing the best they can right. to live that life that God's yeah. called us yeah. to live. And it's so encouraging to other people when they see us all being authentic and doing that yeah. to the best and of our ability. That's what Paul says, you're a living letter, a yeah. living right. epistle. Yes. Before, yeah. The, yeah. before the lost, before the unbelievers, before the world, that we're a living letter where they yeah. see the word of God without even opening the word of God yeah. because they see us walking it out. Yeah. Well, I think our church attendance obviously is vital. Sure. But this is not the God kind of life. The God kind of life is Friday night. Right. The yeah. God kind of life is Tuesday afternoon at 3 o'clock. That's the God kind of life. Well, I just, I'm, I'm looking at the clock. And how does it happen that we're out of time? Uh, it just, we run out of time. Well, you did panels. go to like 1230 last week, so... I got to make up for it. <laughs> He's going to hold that over that. my yeah. head for a whole either. year. You can know one time in all of my ministry. <laughs> And you, every time you preach, I knew I was going, I'll get that thrown in my face I never for do a whole that. year. I hey. never do that. Y'all stand with us. The four of us are praying for a powerful, powerful year. Yes. We're praying for a life-impacting, changing year for you. And we, we believe that we've got a direction for this church. This God kind of life is a life that he blesses. And that as we in this church get in, in sync with that God kind of life, his blessings are going to overflow this place. Father God, we just submit our lives to you. We look forward with great anticipation what you're going to do this year in our church. Lord, as we pursue living your kind of life. Today we give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless y'all. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to this message from Christian Ministries Church. If this message impacted you and you'd like to sow into our ministry, you can give at cmchurch.com. If you'd like to listen to more of our messages, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Christian Ministries. God bless.